And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast. Are you ready for a bucket full of rumours? That's what today is. Right. So many rumours. Um, things are starting to get interesting. Things are starting to move, it seems. Uh, so we'll go through the renewal rumours, the transfer in rumours, which also talked about the kit that was released last week as well. So much to cover, to be honest with you. Um, and we'll cover that next hour or so. People have been begging for a Mick rant. Who knows if we'll get one? We normally, <laughs> we normally do. Um, so we'll see. Mick, can you tease anybody with anything, or are you going to save us for, for the natural <laughs> introduction? Pressure. I don't, I don't uh, know whether I can perform that well under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Ben's back with us. Thank you for joining us, Ben. Hello. You're welcome. Headphoneless today, Ben. You know they wear headphones. You look different when you have Yeah, well, they've broke, unfortunately. Oh. Fair enough. I was honestly expecting him to say he'd left him in London, to be fair. No. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> not. Good. Good. Uh, and Danny's with us as well. Uh, always, as always, it's love to see you, Danny. Hey, nice to be here. Um, so, first of all, again, let's introduce our most recent sponsor, Joinage. Joinage is probably not the right word, but we're going with it anyway, Mick. Um, Athletic Green have jumped on board to help us keep the cost of this podcast going. And as we mentioned last week, they've sent us a few stuff across and we are like big fans of it. Uh, I know we have to say that, but we are actually big fans of it. Um, it's lifestyle friendly. So it's keto, paleo, vegan friendly, dairy free and gluten free. Uh, and it contains only one gram of sugar with no chemicals and all that stuff. Mick, you've got the little keto. Go on, use your words. K2. Vitamin K2, isn't it? Which is that? Um, it's, but basically, it's just supplement, isn't it? It's a it's a vitamin yeah. supplement um, drink, and I'll be honest with you, <laughs> it's it's absolutely excellent. I'm really being really really impressed. It's um, it's certainly uh, cut my caffeine intake down by some significant <laughs> significant amount. So uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Mm. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so yeah, if you if, if you get the cost, we we me and we were talking about this earlier. It's something the cost is in there for monthly, but I've cut down any drinks. You cut down on what you actually can take as your caffeine and stuff like that. So um, I think that's one of the benefits of it. Over, they have over seven thousand five star ratings and testimonials, which is really good. Danny, are you still on it? You're still on the athletic green train. Yeah, I'm still on it. Um, I started a new part-time job last week and the early morning wake-ups are welcomed very much with Athletic Green um, and it really just gets you going for the day and I've been using it 
throughout the summer since uh, since the season ended. And I have a slight suspicion that I'm starting to lose weight from drinking it as well because <laughs> because more genes are starting to fit me now. <laughs> and I think it's just due to um, cutting down on sugar and, and caffeine, like you say, and uh, it being more organic and effectively better for you than, you know, your more main brand athletic drinks. Um, and yeah, it's really improving it. And the weird thing is, some people know this, some people don't. I have, I have uh, quite bad eczema on my skin. Since I've started using Athletic Glean, it's been clearing it up. And I think it's because of all the vitamins and nutrients mm. and stuff that's actually in it. It's sort of woke up my skin and gone, oh, we can use these. And yeah, it's <laughs> a lot better. Now that I've combined it with sun, it's effectively gone. So Athletic Green might be an unofficial add to your, to your list of things, but <laughs> it helps with eczema, you know, with all the vitamins and stuff. So fair play, lads. Thank you very much. Like it very much so. Uh, and to make it easy, Athletic Green are giving, if you when you get your month's supply, they give you a one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Rotherham, and, I'll get, and that you can get those, get those things there, and that'll allow you to take ownership of your health and pick it up on an ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Not national insurance, like we said last week. Uh, <laughs> so... Which rumour should we talk about? So let's talk about some comments. We've got Nardan Dewey with us in the comments. He says, Good evening, everybody, and happy Father's Day to all the dads out there who are no longer with us. I hope we can throw some light on the transfer situation and separate light from fiction. Well, that's a big ask, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> shall we start with the biggie? Let's start with the big rumour. And let's what I'll do is I'll sort of tell the story as it's happened over the past four or five days. And then we can sort of pick it apart and see if we can find fact from fiction. So when we recorded last Sunday, I don't know about you three, but I was sort of resigned to the fact that Smith is probably on his way. Uh, I, th I thought that somebody else would have picked up his tab, picked, paid, paid the money he wants to, wants to get. Um, and then on sort of late Thursday leading into Friday, the rumours started rolling in from sort of different sources that Hull had pulled out and that Cardiff had pulled out. Now, whether they were, the offers that those clubs were offering were sufficient, we don't know. But what we know is that they've, they've pulled out of the offers. Um, so, by all accounts, that leaves us in the Championship and League One's Sheffield Wednesday as the two options that are still available. Um, based on the original offers, now again, these these figures are all rumoured, but most of them are ru rumoured from, from pretty good sources. The original rumours that we offered Smithy about eight and a half grand a week and that Wednesday's offers was somewhere between 12 and 15, but I think it was the lower end of that scale. The, again, the rumour is that Smithy has come to the club and said, I would prefer to stay with you guys if you can meet me halfway between what we originally offered and what Sheffield Wednesday have offered. And what seems to happen is that that seems to have been okayed by the club. Um, now, again, there's no official, there's no signing. There's, we don't know if there's been pen to paper. If there has, the club have kept it quiet. Um, Mick, what do you think about all that? Because all these rumours have come from, some of them have come from reasonable sources. Um, we have little bits that we can check on and Danny knows people and things like that. So there are parts of it which we know are true. There are parts of it that are a bit iffy. Where do you stand on the story as, that, as I've just told you? Well, I mean... <laughs> I stand where you've just where you've put it. That's where it is, isn't it? You know, nobody knows. Nobody's nobody has any idea. Uh, despite everything that's been said, most of it is probably just speculation. Um, but you don't know what's been leaked to who and by who, and whether it has come from whether some of it has come from a um, a reliable source. It's it, I don't know. I don't know what to think. To be honest with you, um, I, I kind of hope it's true. Just to just to give a little bit of a poking eye to the naysayers who, you know, were sort of, got to get it done, got to get it done, sack them, sack them now, because they all can't hold us to ransom and all that nonsense. You know, good things come to those who wait, don't they? They do. They very much do. Ben, are you in the same boat as Mick? Or you not? You don't strike me as somebody who gets carried away with these type of rumours anyway. No, because, you know, these rumours... Rumours sometimes can come from, oh, let's 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 say this on Twitter for a joke, and then it becomes a rumour. Do you know what I mean? That's I how don't know what you're talking about. I well, have no idea what you're someone, insinuating. I mean, someone, someone <laughs> can start a rumour just for a joke, 
Like someone can start a rumor just to start a rumor, so it's hard to separate rumors from truth. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to know really, isn't it? unless you're, you know, <laughs> close to Smith or close in the club. It's hard to know what what's really gone off. Um, so yeah, it's it's hard to know. <laughs> but I'm happy. Yeah, it's it, it feels a change, Danny. Certainly from seven days ago. There certainly feels a change that even if he doesn't stay, the club are doing literally everything they can to keep him. They're throwing out the red carpet. They're throwing everything they can to try and keep him, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. And um, yeah, and rumour has it that he's, he's staying, which would uh, be great. Uh, but can, can I just say, when you said I know people, it sounds like I'm some sort of mob still. Like, oh, Danny knows people. <laughs> 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 But yeah, well, I, I, have I, had, I have had the odd message on Twitter, some of which have conflicted each other. Other ones have just been things that have been repeating some of these rumour accounts and what they've been saying. Um, but yeah, it, it, it does seem it has changed very, very quickly. You know, because we had uh, we had an advertised that you know it, it was looking more likely that we'd lose Smith in in, in Equate. Um, and I remember someone having a go at me for not be, pronouncing that right, so I'll just call him Nicky. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it did look like we were going to lose Smith and Nicky, but the thing to bear in mind with the advertiser, it is more or less our number one source for accurate information, but it's always Tuesday's news, it's Tuesday's news that you get on Thursday because obviously they need time to write and print it. Um, so we had from Tuesday probably until I think it all started kicking off Friday, so in that narrow space of time something must have changed behind the scenes because suddenly we're seeing, oh, Hull have pulled out, Cardiff have pulled out, Smith now looks set to stay at Rotherham, this, that and the other. And it sort of brought the level of optimism back to the Rotherham fans that was just starting to go away because we were hearing from the official people that it was probably going to move on. But now that it's all changed, we're all calling for it to be announced, aren't we? <laughs> um, but... Knowing, knowing Rotherham, if it has all been signed, sealed and delivered over the weekend or even on Friday or whenever, um, we'll probably hear early next week, maybe even on Thursday, because that's one of uh, the club's favourite days on a Thursday. Um, and can I just say on, on Sunday's podcast, I, I said I'm still quite optimistic that it'll resign. So I don't, I don't know if someone's gone, we'll go with what Danny says and we'll just create the rumour <laughs> from there. But I don't know. But if Smith does re-sign, it'd be fantastic. Um, I think it will be a longer deal for Smith because I can't really see him just sign on for one more year just to see how he mm. does in the Championship. I think he will commit longer term. Um, and if he gets to you know, the, the six, seven-year mark at a football club, you don't really have that in modern football especially with centre-forwards, they do tend to move around a little bit more, especially with League One and Championship level. So this could cement him as a Rotherham legend that we look back on him 10, 15 years' time and say, you know, he was one of our best players over the seven years. And you never know, I know this is looking far, far ahead, but you never know, he could get to 100 Rotherham goals because he's already on 61 as it stands. So if yeah. he has X amount of years at the club, you know, he's only 39, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about him in ticking off landmarks. Like I said, I think I think he's up to yeah sixty-one, as you said, Danny. Um, that puts him, based on my records, which could be very wrong, it puts him just outside the top ten of goal scorers of all time. Um, and then you've got to think about appearances. Then I think did he get to his two hundred, or is he nearing his two hundred for Rotherham uh, over the four and a bit years he's been here? So we're going to be talking about all these potential records that he could break. And look at us, we're getting ahead of cells again. That's what we do. <laughs> uh, Mark Gamble says, speculate responsibly, but if Smith signs for Wednesday, I will tantrum like a toddler in the middle of the street aisle in the supermarket. <laughs> yes. I am. I will join you. Oh, Mark. come I on, will Mark. 100% join you. I, I think I uh, Kev, Kev will want his shirt back, won't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Nadine D says the Hull reporter said that they had not heard anything about Smudge ever being considered there. He did go on to say that Hull were interested in Scott Twine, who is uh, AMK Don's uh, Mick Horton plastic man. It's made of plastic, isn't it? <laughs> Apparently. Looks like Apparently. it. Uh... Yeah. That's not necessarily it's... a bad thing. Just saying. No. Um, we said at the end of the season when and if Smith signs, we will do an emergency podcast. We will. 
Um, if Smith signs at some point this week or, or so on and so on, then we will come on to YouTube. There'll be live YouTube that night. Um, just just a quick 20-minute chat about it, but then the podcast will still return as normal going forward. I just thought I'd let everybody know the uh, the emergency protocols are in place. Don't worry, I've got you. <laughs> Matt's bought a big red button just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where we are. That's where we are. Uh, Sam Quinn's joining us here. He's tuning up from Ontario, uh, Canada, up the Millers. I'm going to ask you a hypothetical question, Mick, and I'm hoping it'll spark a little rant in you. Um, <laughs> if Smith signs, if he signs, big if, uh, there are some people, and more than one person, this is not aimed at an individual, there are several people that may have to eat some humble pie, not only about Michael Smith, but also about Tony Stewart, about the idea that Tony Stewart's unwilling to back the club unwilling to pay X money. If this happens, that is a sign that Tony Stewart is willing to put the cash in the bank, uh, to uh, take the cash out of the bank, sorry. Cheers, Danny. Listen, people are, people are trying to team me up for a rant here, aren't they? There's going to be no humble pie eaten by anybody, is there? Because the, pe- the people who are making these comments... I, I don't understand the concept of, of hum- humility or anything else, do they? So, you know, we just move on to something else and, uh, and moan about something else. You know, we'll, we'll get, go back to moaning about pies or or floodlights or car park or whatever, whatever. So, yeah, there'll be, there'll be no humble pie eating. Okay. Um, and then certainly at least one of those accounts has, has already said how crap Smithy is and he's not... Um, I, I think last year he wasn't good enough for a League One, good enough for a League One team, and uh, clearly this year he's not good enough for a Championship side. So, what can you do? You, you can't educate these people, can you? No, it doesn't appear so. So don't bother trying. Uh, <laughs> Waste your time. <laughs> I hope I hope people do admit they're wrong. I don't think they will, like I said, but oh, I hope. What, what planet are you on, man? I just, it's a hope. It's a hope. It's a hope more than expectation. It's a hope more than expectation. Um, yeah. it, but it comes, it comes from the club as well. I had a, I had a conversation with, with two different people, two different Sheffield Wednesday fans, basically suggesting that when why are we why are you not trying to stay up this year? And I was it's June. It's, it's the middle of June. <laughs> Give us a chance to show what we're trying to do and this that and other. I, I, I think people because we we our season finished nearly two months ago. It feels like a long time, doesn't it? Mm. And I think that's possibly where people are coming from. Um, but this would be a show of intent. Ben, anything to add on that? If, if it happens, it is a sign of intent from everybody. Yeah, I think it is a sign of intent, but... Yeah. <laughs> it is a sign of intent, but I don't think that's the point of it. Uh, no, the, the point is not to go, look at us, we're Rovin United. It's just... Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's a show of intent it, without being a purposeful show of intent. Yeah, definitely. That's as a bonus. Yeah, it does show a bonus. Yeah, the second re-signing rumors that are doing the rounds is Michael Heckway. Cheryl Stone says anything on it. I can't imagine he's going to get uh, really going to promise to go to Derby now. No, so the rumour is that he's been offered a bucket load of money from Derby, who apparently don't seem to learn their lessons from overspending. Who'd have thought? Um, now, they're going to be in the same boat. I, I saw a rumour today, Danny, that they can guarantee they'll have the cash to finish the season next season. Well, that's a problem. It's good that you've got the cash. That's brilliant. But what I mean, you're going to be able to sign many players, and you're certainly not going to be able to offer, let's say, 10 grand a week to anybody, are you? I mean, being able to have the cash to finish the season and having the cash to compete during a season are two very different things. I don't know the the exact figure, but you need to have a certain amount of uh, credible, I think it's either income or cash in the bank or whatever, to actually Mm. start a football season. Now, when Berry went bust and Macclesfield went bust, they didn't have that. So they, well, Berry did at a time, but then it was proven that they didn't. So that's why they got expelled. Same with Mansfield, same with Dover as well. Mm. Uh, because they didn't have the cash in the bank to actively start the season. Um, in terms of legality, they had to be kicked out. Whereas because Derby is still a sustainable business entity, of course, they'll have the cash to start the season. But 
the whole ter- the whole turnover owners thing is will they have the cash to compete during the season? And the consortium that they're getting together to um to basically make up what Chris Kitchener was going to offer but has now pulled out and won't offer is from their former chairman who is now trying to put some more mm. money into the club just to make sure they can go on for another season. Um, and that's probably why the Icky to Derby rumours and probably the Bart Cowns and coming to us rumours have um, intensified a bit more because those two are meant to be going to Derby and obviously have been sold the dream of big money at Derby. But now that Christian has pulled out, they now know they're not going to get that and there could be a complete um, money restructuring to how they get players. Mm. Could, could explore the loan market or the free market or whatever. But... Because of that, Icky might come back to us, not really like cap in hand asking for a contract, but he may consider our contract more because of Derby not being able to offer the money that they said they would. Um, and I think if that's the case, I think because Icky has been very promising as a uh, as a centre-back, I think we should welcome him back and say, you know, looking for, for another job, they offered it, they didn't have it, so they've come back to us and now let's crack on and, and get on with it. Mm. Um, I did see Icky was linked to Bolton as well. Um, and I saw that another person we've been linked with was also linked to Bolton and their fans appear to have thrown the toys out the tram, uh, out the pram that we've now been linked to it. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Because, um, of course, you'd go for the Championship Club and not the League One Club. High level of football. That's what players who are around Icky's age look for. High level of football and, and to compete at the highest level. I can't really blame Icky for looking at Derby. But from the rumblings that's happening... In Derbyshire, he'll probably be a Rotherham player next season. Might not. Can't really blame mm. him. But from what's happened with Derby, probably, yeah, he will come back to Rotherham. But remember, the season starts at the end of, the, end of July and we're only just past the halfway point in June. So there's plenty of time yet for things to develop. Plenty of time. Absolutely plenty of time. Mick, anything to add on what we've just talked about? Not really. I mean, the, the the derby situation just keeps turning every week, doesn't it? You know, uh, the issue would appear now to be not only with this um, this tire kicker from America who clearly didn't have money to to, to fund his purchase. Question. Uh, yeah. What's a, what's a tire kicker? Yeah. Somebody who goes to buy a car just to look at it and then kicks tires and walks away again. All right. Okay. Uh, Got you. Um, and then, then what? What seems to have come out this week is that the the administrative administrators, the name of which I cannot pronounce, Quantano no. or something like that. Quantano, um, yeah, something like that, whatever it is. It makes sense if the word goes. Appear to be connected to Mel Morris, and yes. hence why there's been no contact from the administrators to two, two potentially legitimate buyers of the club. So. You know the, the the soap opera continues. So bearing that in mind, like I mean, I posed to you the question I posed to you last week. You know, if if Derby County come along and said we'll double your wages if you come and join us, pack your job in and come and join us, hmm. surely you would do your do your due diligence. And all you need to do to do that is open your eyes a little bit and understand that the chances of you getting paid ten, fifteen, twenty grand a week, whatever they're offering you, are somewhere between. None at all, an absolute zero. You know what I mean? It's just mm. not going to happen. Uh, Derby have got so much more to sort out as a club um, that I just cannot see how you could expect to go there and be paid 10, 15 grand a week. It doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, mm. as, you? As, a, as a person, you know, if somebody's offering you that amount of money, I suppose you're always going to sit up and take notice, aren't you? But, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is, and that sounds too good to be true to me. Yeah, yeah, we shall see. It's uh, not used to getting excited as a Rotherham fan in terms of this time of season. Last season, it was very late on, weren't it? And the yeah. season before, because the championship um, was because League One was stopped so so long before the championship started, it, it felt like a long time between businesses. Um, let's see. It, it seems quite positive at the minute. Um, uh, did everybody get the Park Gate tickets, by the way? Can we, get, can we get a little bit excited about going back to football again? Has everybody's Park yeah. Gate tickets coming to post? Yes, I've got mine. Yes. Can't wait. Uh, well, just just under two weeks to going back to live football again. Um, 
Can I, can I just say, anyone who goes to Park Gate, please show your appreciation for the painted <laughs> goalpost because I did that. And I'm very proud of it. <laughs> yeah. Every every I want what I want everybody to do is when you get there, take a selfie with the goalpost with that painting and send them all in and then we'll claim and send them to Danny. Thank you for the hard work they put in. <laughs> did you do any other work, Danny, or just that one? Um whilst I was Volunteering doing that, I only painted the goalposts, but I now do work at at Roundwoods with the um with the with the ground team. But uh, but I'm on the golf course at the minute, which is actually quite thrilling. To be fair, <laughs> they, they've said you're doing all the mundane work. It's like oh, I, I enjoy it, you know. Um, but you never know. Before the first of July, I might be cutting the football pitch, but we'll have to wait and see because I don't know how the machine works yet. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, first of July we'll be down there. Um, can't wait, can't wait. Mm. Um, so let's talk about some more rumours. Let's bring in uh, what is standard for this time of year: the transfer rumours incoming. We still have one confirmed. Uh, everybody else seems to be doing their business. So the one that's picked up some traction over the last four or five days, Benjamin, is Marlon Fossey. Um, he was at Bolton last year on loan, um, as we think we mentioned earlier, but he is technically a Fulham player. Um, who have just got to the Premier League, so they're, not, they're unlikely to keep him. Let's go through a bit of information while, whilst we have it, and then we'll sort of talk about it a bit more. He does only have a year left on his contract, and according to Salary Sport, his wage, Ben, is only £600 a week, or there, thereabouts. And I, I'm not going to say that's, that's what you should look at, but that's a good sign that we're not going to have to fork out another, another 10 grand a week for a decent player, like you're going to have to Smith in. Is he a decent player? I don't, I don't really know of him. You can check his stats there if you want. Fifteen goals, one one goal, fifteen appearances, one goal, and five assists. So six goal involvements in fifteen games as a right wing back. That's yeah. not too bad at all. Man, is American as well, isn't he? He is. A, yes, yeah, he is American. Next, uh, next over Sunday, hopefully. You do like an American, right? Back, you like an American right back? Yeah, I do like do like an American right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see the six hundred pound is. Uh, Obviously, if if he did, did come to us, I don't think he'll be on that. Or more, yeah, yeah. yeah I think my guess is he signed a contract when he was nineteen, probably at Fulham. I think then, so. Yeah, six hundred. Um, but yeah, that looks that looks a decent signing. I don't know why. Why did he only play fifteen games? He only he only joined in loan in January, and then he got injured in April. Oh, okay. Bad injury? Not a not one that recurring. Not crucial, I don't think. I'll, I shall have a look for you. Yeah. Um, uh, no, that looks decent. That tidy little player. Work, another another one that's got a good work rate, apparently. Yeah. And also, if you go into his... Uh, I'll pull that down. Oh, just before we do his uh, work rate on Football Manager, which I know Mick likes, is a 15. His top stat. Um, if you go onto his his Twitter, Twitter page, he has put out a, a little compilation of his best bits from Bolton. Um, and his best fits from Bolton are brilliant. The clip is put to it, it look, it really, really does look a good player. And as a couple, as Jaron Simpson's put on and Carl Scott, he had two friendly games with us last season. So the club are clearly also very aware of him, Danny. It's not like we're just, we've just had a few good games with Bolton, we've already had a good look at him. Um, so it's a good sign if you're after him again, yeah, definitely. I mean, <clears throat> just had a look at his um. I know they tell us not to do this in, in university, but I've just had a quick look at his uh, Wikipedia page. And um, only seven appearances for Shrewsbury last season, but I think that may have been some sort of uh, backroom issue because his loan got ended early. Um, and then, mm. like we've said, with his loan at Bolton, um, ended early because of uh, because of injury, but it does appear that he has come through that. Um and yeah, he, he does seem like a very exciting player. Like you say, with his little compilation, he's got some tricky boots to him, hasn't he? Mm. And, he and he likes yeah. to have a, he likes to have a run on that on that right hand side. Uh, so if we decide to play Harding as more of a right centre back, and then you've got Fozzie as right wing back, that that suggests to me that Chia will be playing further forward, potentially uh, just in behind with Ben Wiles in that little pocket. Just there, mm. um, but yeah, it, it does seem like a very exciting player. But the one thing that I, that has really tickled me is how wound up the Bolton fans got that we are linked to yes. him. They got so wound up about it. It's just been Glorious. comical. It's like oh, it's a it's a sideways step. This that, and other. It's like 
in league above. This is probably the next phase of his development, if um, not, if not just for himself, but on Fulham's radar mm. as well. If they offer him another contract and then we take him on loan, next stage of his development. But if we take him off Fulham's hands, then it's his nat- next natural progression step in his footballing career. Um, like you say, Do you think he'll be a loan, Daniel, or permanent? It it depends on it really depends on what he feels. I think I think if he wants to stick with Fulham and progress with them, you know, because he's he's only really been at Fulham since he was a young lad that's just come across mm. from America. Um, from what Wikipedia says, he came over and was in Jersey uh, from a young age, and then moved into England with football, and then got picked up by Fulham. Um. So he could try and choose to progress with them, but if he's braver, he might just step out into his own world and find a new permanent club. I don't think we'd have to pay a lot for him. You know, I, th- I think I don't think we have to pay more than two hundred and fifty k for him. I don't think. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's quite exciting. Plus, we've already, like I say, we've already had a look at him for two uh, trial games, and Warnie has seen him in training a lot more. If he's been given the full trial. So we've got that that list, if you like, of his attributes and what he can offer to the team. And maybe we were just waiting for the right moment to pounce on it. We've we've found it and now we've got him for him. And uh, mm. even if he isn't starting wing-back and Harding is, I'll tell you what, if you've got Harding and Fozzie on that right-hand side, good grief. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, ben, I will just tell you, read you this little excerpt from the Bolton, uh, the Bolton News, which are the Everett... Ian Everett, their manager, has taken the decision to look elsewhere. Concerns have been raised over the player's injury record, although sources close to Fossett insist he has returned stronger than ever after a minor surgery on a torn meniscus knee in March. Meniscus, I know that's a word meniscus. you use, Ben. Yeah, that's in your knee. That's, um, it's not a... It's not it's a what shield, isn't it? Yeah. Is that, been... that's, that's one of your tendons behind your kneecap, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. That's interesting. If it, obviously, obviously, it says source is close to him, so he's coming back stronger than ever. But that's a lot of rubbish. Because well, what I would say is, what, but I know, I know Ian Ever. I don't know him personally, but I know how Ian Ever works. If a girlfriend broke up with him, he would claim yeah. it's his decision, wouldn't he? That is that is that type of guy. So if <laughs> Fossey's going elsewhere, he's not going to tell everybody it was Fossey's decision, is he? It's just that. Yeah. It's kind of a your word against mine type thing because obviously they're going to say he's going to say he's come back stronger than ever. Of course he is, and he's going to say yeah. So that's kind of a useless bit of information. Thanks, Matt. It's just, just okay. That's hard. <laughs> just trying to bring a bit of news to what is a gossip full of show full of gossip. Um, Powermad UK says, "Did we see the post of the Botland fan saying we were going down, they were going up?" Yeah. Mick, what yeah. do you think of that? But do you feel that going to Rotherham? You know, championship team over a League One team, a side would step in it. It's, it's a backward step, mate. The best team mm. in League One by a country mile, and I don't know why everybody has all this problem with the the the, the differentiation between the two. You know, they've got a massive stadium, they've got massive crowds, massive amount of talent, a massive head manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. Listen, you, you, you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be getting this all season. I know we're all I know that we're all dusting off our teams like Rotherham hashtags, um, ready for this season coming, um, and and people just do it for us now. You know what I mean? It's starting start to take a bit of a life of its own, hasn't it? <laughs> um, we haven't even done We haven't even played a game or said anything, and, and we're, we're already triggering some clubs supporters. So um, yeah, brilliant, love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, Mick. What do you think of Fossey? That's a good one. Oh, yeah. We love <laughs> that good double, double, double mini rant. What do you think of Fossey? You know, we, I, th- I think, I we only went to one of the friendlies mm. he played last year, but I was semi-impressed with him. We, we only saw a few minutes of him, twenty minutes, whatever it was. But yeah. I was happy with him. I, I, if he had signed permanently based on that, I would have been happy. Or in low, I would have been happy with that. I, I was surprised we didn't sign him, to be honest. He looked very much like a Paul Warren kind of player, mm. um, and, and as you as you rightly point out, you know the very limited amount of time that we saw him playing as well. You know, in friendlies, it's hardly um, it's hardly a great sort of um, you know. He didn't give it, you that. went against Newcastle as well, who were a joke of a team at start of season as well, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it looked good then, and, and 
he's obviously he's got another year under his belt, under his belt, playing um, for for some of that for the best team in League One. So, you know, he's going to have improved clearly. Mm. Um, and obviously, if he hadn't, we can send him back to Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, yeah, yeah no, he's broken of its heart. I'm sure he, even if it's not the ticking back now. No, I know you see it. Um, so uh, who else, Danny? Who we got linked to was recently that I can pick from our list? Oof. Um, there's one name that's cropped back up um, from last summer, which is Ruben Rodriguez. Ruben Rodriguez, let's bring him in. <clears throat> yeah, he's apparently back on our radar. Um, I think last summer we submitted a bid for him, but Notts County turned it down, if memory serves. Mm. Uh, and then he's gone on and he's had an absolute corker of a season in the National League. Um, only, only 25, so he's moving up the leagues. Done very well for Notts County in his two seasons there. Uh, and it's interesting that his top stat from Football Manager is his first touch. I was which, surprised, uh, yeah. We haven't really seen much of that, but to say he's scored, I think it's uh, 20 goals total this season. It's obviously a bit of a workhorse as well. Mm. Um, but if we've got a good first touch, then he's, he's going to be a very good centre-forward. But from a little bit of research I've done into him, he can also play across that front three on the left wing or the right wing, but also as a second striker. So um, <clears throat> that should be exciting to see because he seems like a very... Um, what's the word? Um it's not ambidextrous. That's when you can use both hands, isn't it? Um, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's um, <clears throat> versatile. That's it. That's the word, versatile. It seems like a very versatile attacker, which uh, when we need goals in the championship and a lot of work rate and you know people to do the job for us up front, it could be a very good signing. Mm. Um, but again, with all of these rumours, we'll have to wait and see. He could decide just to move up to a League 2 team or maybe a League 1 team for the for the more of a safe option or he could go completely full speed and try his hand at the Championship. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it's just to run through stats like Danny says, 42 league appearances and 19 league goals for Notts County last season. I haven't been able to find anywhere any assist stats for the conference last season, so there could be plenty of assists in there, um, but from what I can, I, I can't find anything. It's very limited, the information. As you, as you may expect for a fifth-tier club, to be honest with you. Um, but the analysts, you look at the Twitter analysts, the unofficial analysts, analysts and people who don't sort of look at these players, and this has a name been mentioned by a lot of those people that's sort of in the know, that he, he is a player who is, a, is above and beyond the Conference League. Um, whether he can cut it like Danny says, whether he can cut it at the Championship is obviously a big question, Mick, because... There's a huge gap. There's a huge gap between the conference in League One. Never mind the huge conference in that and Championship. Mm, yeah, you're right. He's going to be one of these <clears throat> one of these players. I suspect that whether we sign him or somebody else signs him, it's going to be either one of these. Where the hell has he, he been for the last five years? Why has he been in conference? Or yeah, um, oh that's dear. why he's been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. Uh, one or the other. I suspect. Um, so yeah, I, listen. It, it, the, the, his name has been bandied about for 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 twelve months or more now, hasn't it? Mm. So um, he's, he's clearly of interest. Whether he's just come up this time because it's been bandied about last time, um, or whether there's any truth in the rumor, we'll have to wait and see. But you know, the the issue I've got with some a lot of these rumors is that um, if all of them turn out to be true, we're going to be playing Victor Johansson and. Ten strikers, aren't we? So, Foss is a right back. Say again, Foss is a right back. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, all right then. Yeah, so it's going to be a four, <laughs> a one-one-nine. Is it? You know. Yeah. Whatever. So uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But it, 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 that one for me, kind of just feels like a recycled rumor. But again, that data, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what I would say to that is, and the Cole Stockton rumour has been, been lingering, Cole Stockton makes more sense than Ruben Rodriguez now yeah. because we've gone up. If we're still in League One, maybe Ruben Rodriguez makes sense because we've gone up. We've got You've got somebody there who can score the goals. I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying we're going after Cole Stockton. I'm just saying that makes more sense than Listen, Ruben Rodriguez. Listen, I wouldn't Rodriguez. rule that out, Matt. I still wouldn't rule that out. Um, you've got, look, even if Smithy... Even if Smithy Excuse me, Smithy resigns. You know, 
you look at what in terms of the depth we've got up there at the moment, we've got JJ who's not yet experienced enough and could probably use a, a, a season out on loan uh, again. Uh, we've got Georgie Kelly who, whilst yeah, we all love him to bits after what he did at Gillingham, he's got he's got a long way to go for his fitness, which I'm sure will be done pre-season anyway. But mm. maybe he could do with a, a season on loan somewhere to get get a get a run at the English um, at the English game because he's played at a lower level in Ireland. So if you, if those two things were to happen, Cole Stockton would be absolutely ideal. Absolutely yeah. ideal. So I, I'm not. I wouldn't rule that one out personally. I know lots of people have done. You know, it seems to go in cycles. That rumor, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're coming to next week. Absolutely not. It's a dead duck. Never going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see. But I wouldn't rule it out just yet. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, Tom Eaves, Ben has not signed. Uh, the rumor of Tom Eaves <laughs> signing has been solid for about three weeks now. Uh, the rumour is it could be done this week. Uh, the physicality of Tommy Oves and Michael Smith together would be quite a frightening thing. The size and shape and the strength of those two combined, I wouldn't want to see it week in, week out because you become a one-trick pony. But if you need to put two big boys up top, those will be two very competent big boys in the championship. Yeah, um, it would. But I think if we're two big men up top, like it's all good. You know, it's all good lumping it and that. And there's obviously there's times for that and there is sometimes that is the right way to play, but I don't know about Tommy's. I don't know if he can get it down and play it on floor because honestly he's, I think that people see Smith, oh he's big. Oh Tommy's is big. Oh he'll play like Smithy. No, Smithy's first touch, Smithy's ball control is so much different to every other big man. And I think some some of us might get take that for granted. And expect mm. that out of Tom Eves when Absolutely. you know that's that's not I doubt I don't think that's the kind of player he is. So I think playing with two big men like that could be um counterproductive. I could be think they could be trying to do the same thing. Um but I don't know, it's hard to it's hard to really tell. Um mm. the way I playing for us. Uh so, they play for us once. I mean well I mean maybe yeah. Fair enough. And he just got a hat trick against us in the FA Cup. Yeah, I do. Remember, I remember that. I'm pretty yeah. sure I was there. I think people sure were. Yeah, there were a few issues with them goals, though, weren't they? Yeah, people were asking for some bad refereeing moments that would get in probably the top yeah. five. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Um, All three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Danny, Tom Eaves. If if it happens, big if, fairly big if. Uh, it, it it ticks a lot of boxes. It's not as exciting as Smithy resigning, obviously. But he still would be a hella useful player at this level. Yeah, um, I think as well. I think he would actually be a backup to Smith because mm-hmm. um, we saw last season that Smith didn't really have a backup of his um, his ilk, if you like. Um, and Smith did run out of steam towards the end of the season. I think that's why he went full force and scored effectively ninety percent of his goals in the league in the first in the first half of the season, then only got really one or two in the later half. I think the only goals he scored after February were Hartlepool and Ipswich, I think. Um, and, and I think just because he ran out of steam, and I think that's because he was playing 90 minutes every single time. He played 90 minutes for um, effectively 50 games of the season, which... You, you are going to run out of steam. Even the fittest people run out of steam if you're doing that week in, week out. And I think with Eves, it just gives you that option to bring Smith off and let him rest for the next game. Then you've got mm. someone of a similar ilk. Because like you say, playing with the two big men up top would be like counterproductive because you need the big man and, and like the little terrier who can run off players but also provide the option and that sort of thing. Like, like when, uh, Dom, uh, when, um, when Ball was here and you had Smith and Ball like that, mm. that sort of partnership. Same with Smith. Same with Smith and and Greg. You know, different types of striker, and they worked well with each other. Um. So, that, so that's why I, where I see Eves coming into it. Um. But again, we've seen that. We saw it was a done deal a few weeks ago. Not heard anything since. Might be something that's held it up. Maybe Eves has changed his mind. That sort of thing. Um. But I could I could see Tommy Eves really doing a job with us because. Even though he hasn't, he's not in the best of books after a short loan spell with us. 
I think now that he's in, he's both improved in himself as a player and he's got the championship experience with Hull, I think mm. he could do a job. I really do. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Steve Adams asks, is the Grig deal a done deal subject to fitness? Danny, I'm assuming yes, but there's literally no word. And But Grig's not linked with anybody else either. So that's what makes me think probably is. Yeah. Um, again, it's just waiting to see how his rehab goes. Mm. Um, I don't think it's has gone as far as we've put the paper in front of him and given him the pen. But I think it is along the lines of a gentleman's agreement, I think. Because mm. um, from what he said outside the off-licence in Gillingham, he did want to come back in. It's, it's just subject to his fitness because we don't want to sign him whilst he's injured because we had that issue with um, with Aussie Tutu and he couldn't really play for the first month or so. So we, it's just a, a circumstantial thing. But yeah, I think with Grig, because he's not linked to anybody else and the last time we heard was that they've, we've made the contact with him to see if he wanted to come back. I think that's why, potentially. <clears throat> um, again, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe we pursue a different option because like Mick says we have got a lot of strikers linked towards this window good grief yeah. Um, but yeah we'll, we'll have to wait and see with Greg I would like him to come back um, <clears throat> because he's sort of um, bought into the idea of the club and the fans have bought into his footballing idea so I would like to see him come back and I'd also like to see him score an hat-trick against Parkgate that'd be incredible wouldn't it <laughs> just, yeah, as, as, as his trial game, bring him on as a, a, a one trial against Parkgate and score six. So someone's there with the, with PA speaker on the sideline with a dodgy microphone. And now welcome back to the pitch, Will Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris Wright saying, seeing Richard Smallwood linked to us again. Uh, I personally haven't seen that. Uh, anybody else got any comments on that? I love Richard Smallwood, but I don't see how he fits into our midfield system at the minute, to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it seems Apart from like take all three kicks, knowing full well he's not going to be able to take them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I that falls that. on the lines of it's a recycled rumour again. Yeah, because I've seen that the last two windows, which is smaller to yeah. It's like really, yeah, yeah. I, I do love Richie Smallwood. I would take him back, but, but that would just be for nostalgic reasons rather than what I think he could bring mm. to us. Um, Powerman UK says, Don't let us down, mate. We need your top five bad refereeing moments. You can do it now, mate. Or do you want to save that? I think we should save that for about. another episode so that I can narrow I can narrow down my shortlist of 500. Um, from that championship season, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it, you know, they'll all be from that last season in the COVID yeah. season championship. It probably can, would. Can I, just, can I just throw one out there for you to consider, Mick? When we played Oxford at their place and the referee gave a free kick for a collision with his own player and penalised <laughs> Smith for it, I would, that's the most furious I've ever been at a football game. That just nudges Portsmouth off the top, just remembering oh, that mate. moment. Danny, if that made you furious, mate, you need to come and sit with us. If <laughs> <laughs> uh, you haven't already go and watch the vlog, you can you can hear yeah. the fury in my voice. <laughs> Listen, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that before the season starts. We'll... Um... We'll yeah. do that. There'll be some gaps where we don't have anything to talk about at the minute. We've got <laughs> some stuff to talk about. We'll talk about the kit in a minute as well, what our thoughts are. Uh, PowerMed UK again says he heard that somebody mentioned Peter Chioso. I think that's how you pronounce it. Might not be. Um, so he put, we've got his stats together because, again, we did see him linked as well. So the rundown for Peter Chioso is that he was on loan to the third best team in League One last year, MK Dons. Uh, 18 appearances, three goals, four assists. He was also a right wing back. So if Marlon Fossey signs, I personally can't see Kyoso signed as well. I could be wrong. Um, his top football manager stat, Mick, is 15 for strength. There you go. Um, and he falls into the category of not particularly high wages of just under 3K a week, according to Salary Sport. Um, would, you, would you assume this is partially dependent on Fossey? I would think so, yeah. Um, unless either or both of them can play left wing back as well. Mm. Um, mm. You know that 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 may well come into it. Um, that right hand side, to be fair, is not one that we're struggling on. It's the left that that seems to be the issue, and nobody in the um, in the rumor factory has, um, has has cottoned onto that and started linking as many left sided players. So, um, if anybody's listening who 
fancies right in a couple of rumours. You can find a left-sided wing-back for sale. Um, just point him, point him as, uh, as being followed by Rotherham because uh, we'll have him. Mm. Why not? Yeah. There's not been many, many, been many defenders linked, Danny. There's not many central defenders or left. Or, there's been two wing-backs. That's it, really. Um, but maybe we're keeping it quiet. I don't know. Yeah, potentially. I've just had a quick look on um, on transfer mark to see where he played for <clears throat> for the majority of the season, and it looks like he's more of a right midfielder, so he's more of that mm. in that advanced position. So, I, I, I personally think it's circumstantial where we play Harding and Chio, because um, yeah. if Harding falls back into your right-sided centre back and Chio pushes into your more um, sort of like, how do you describe it? Like advanced right-sided midfielder, just being the striker. Mm. That, that sort Inside of forward? What, is that what they just call him, Mick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing it back, ladies and gentlemen, the inside <laughs> forward. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It, that for me is the circumstances because it leaves a gap for the wing-back position. Mm. You've got Harding, who's technically right-back, playing right-centre-back, which he's very good in. You've then got Chio, who's more of a right-winger, playing more advanced. So then you've got that little pocket in the wing-back position that we have people to fill it, but people not playing there. So if we we could technically sign Fossey and Kyoso to play in that wing-back position. But again, it depends on if they can play on that left-hand side as well. I remember Aussie Tutu had never played on the left-hand side. Yeah. Uh, and then we put him on the left-hand side. He did very well in that position. So it could be a thing if we could play Fossey and Kyoso, one on the left, one on the right, and then go from there. Mm. Which uh, actually sounds like quite a dangerous <laughs> midfield to yes. me, having uh, having Fozzy, uh, Barlassi, the Rathbone, or Lindsay in the centre, and then Kyoso on the left hand side. That's a bit. Ooh, now then, <laughs> it is yeah. It's starting to sound like a championship team, to be honest mm. with. Um, Lee Freeman asks Ben, I'll issue this one. Do you think Bowler will feature a bit more? What do you think Ben this season? We'll see a bit more of Bowler, or could you see him being chucked out and launched League One? I don't know. We didn't really see him last year when we were in mm. League One, so I, seeing him in Championships going to be it will be a bit of a surprise. Um, but I don't know. Obviously, if he don't go out on loan, I think he will make that odd appearance. But I think for him, it's better being on loan to get game mm. time. Um, but it'd be nice. It, well, it, it depends how he's improved because if he comes back, you know, uh, comes back and has improved a lot, then. There's no reason that he should go out and learn if he can be a part of the squad, but it all depends yeah. on how he's developed, I feel. Yeah, I think it's also important to point out we don't have the extra games. Last season, we had the Capital One Cup. No, it's not called Capital One Cup. Carabao Cup, Capital. Papa John's Trophy and FA Cup. We had three three different trophies and we knew with the FA Cup, you you good chance of getting through the third round. So there's great extra games. Papa John's at least three extra games and there's actually that Carabao One extra. So you can convince some of that ball to stay saying, right, Stay with us, don't go alone now, and we'll play you in these games. We haven't really got that. You've got the Carabao Cup in, in August, and if you lose that game, you've got no more cup games till January. So you don't have that luxury of keeping those players happy. Although you do have extra subs next year, mate. Five subs, mm. still only seven on yeah. the bench, but you do have five subs. So that could potentially. It did the same with Trevor Clark, didn't we? When you like to bring him on as and when. So don't know, possibly. There's a player in there with Teleji Bowler. There's definitely mm. a player in there. Um, and and if we can if we can drag that player out, he will be a hell of a hell of an addition to that squad. Particularly bearing in mind is 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 uh, the fact that he plays on that left side. So mm. uh, I'm sure they'll be going all out to make sure that we can yeah. uh, we can use him. Agreed. Uh, NSW says we need at least two central defenders with McDonald and Icky gone. Uh, if if Icky doesn't re-sign, we need three. We've got Woody. That's it. Mm. Uh, obviously, like he's mentioned Danny's mentioned West Harding, but. I I feel more comfortable with him at right wing back, to, but that's just my opinion. Uh, if Icky stays, then I think we need two. If Icky goes, I think we need three. Um, but I think, Tony, do you know where preseason starts on training? Is it this week or will it be the following week? I believe <clears throat> I believe the players are back for preseason on Thursday this week. So even more reason to think we'll have a signing on Thursday then. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. this is going to sound really bad, but whilst I was at, whilst I was at work on Friday, I was earwigging because one of the courses goes right next to the fence for the training <laughs> pictures. So I, I was earwigging the ground stuff. I do apologise. I was doing work at the same time. I'm just going to say that. But I was earwigging, and they were planning out where they were going to put the uh, the full length training pitch. Clear so the mm. two grounds we're talking about. We'll do the 18 yard box here, and then he walked over to wherever we're going to start drawing the lines. So it's like, ooh, the prepping. Um, yeah. But I so Danny, what you're saying is, I need you to be working on Thursday with a camera, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I need you to be that that part again. <laughs> I mean, it, it might look a bit dodgy if I turn up to work at eight o'clock on Thursday morning with a GoPro stuck to me. I just like, don't mind. <laughs> yeah, just tell him you're doing a type of vlog. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Thursday. Keep, keep an eye out. I, I think we're pre-season starting. We'll see some movement this week. I, I have no inside source on that, but I just it feels like there's movement. Um, oh, finally, uh, Danny. If Smith hasn't still hasn't signed, have a peek on Thursday and see if Smith there. Exactly. See if Smith's there. See if Striggy's there. We've got a man on the ground, everybody. All right. <laughs> I have not bit clubs watching. Um, but if I get a message, if I get a message from my boss in a minute, going, you better not be here wicked on Thursday. <laughs> uh, um, should we have a quick chat about the new kit, the third? Nope, the second kit. Uh, is, it, is it called the secondary kit? Is that what is it referred to as? I can't remember now. It's, it's the yeah. alternate, alternate, alternate change strip. kit. Change, isn't it? Change kit. I'm pretty sure. And then the third kit's alternate kit. Don't know. Um, we'll see. Uh, anyway, it's a throwback. Um, a throwback to the 90s with sort of, I don't know how to describe it. It looks like almost claw marks across it. Um, this has sort of divided opinion. And I'm going to start with, I don't know if anybody will be surprised to hear this, but Mick's not a fan. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Um, or have you changed your mind? Or are you still not a fan? I, I, it's growing on me a little bit, but the, the, the issue with it is, I didn't, I, I'll be honest with you, I'll nail the colours to mass now. The 90s one I hated. Did not like that one at all. Um, it, it, it struck me as a, as well, I think I said it to you in a text, Matt, it was like, it was like a Sunday League Sondico 99p <laughs> special, you know what I mean? That's how it yeah. struck me, that 90s kit. Um, this new one is, yeah, it's grown on me a little bit. I'm not really sure what it's going to look like on a fat ball bloke, though. I mean, it might look lovely on Ben Wiles, but, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, Danny, what do you think? I mean, personally, I like it. I like it, but that's because I'm, I like the retro stuff, and I saw the comparison to the... Uh, to the 93-94 kit, and I thought, ooh, this looks nice. It's like a modern spin on it. I see where people are coming from, saying it looks a bit like a whole whole city kit, Um, and it is very similar to what Dortmund's kit was last year. Mm. But I personally like it, and now that uh, Matt has confirmed it is the 93-94 kit in the private chat, thank you very much, um, we all like football symmetry, so I'm predicting Rotherham are going to finish 15th because that's when we finished when we wore that original shirt. There but, we go. But the important thing is we're a better club now, and so we're a division higher. So there you go, mm. 15th this season, calling it. <laughs> True. Um, on the close-up, it is a bit awkward. It is a bit weird because on the picture where Ben Wiles is wearing it on the Rathbun, it's very yellow. It's very very yellow. On the close-up they've done where the badges, it looks almost gold. It looks an orangey gold colour. So I'm I'm interested to actually physically look at it and get at it because I've seen two different two different colours from two different pictures. Um, I assume it's yellow. I assume it is properly yellow, but that remains to be seen. Um, ben, what do you think? I think it's all that. When I first saw it, it was I don't know. It was a bit like mm, I don't know, but it's starting to grow on me. Um, it's starting to grow on me. I like it. I okay. like it. Short and succinct, Ben. I like your style. Do we have any rumours on the third kit? We, do you think we'll go more sensible on like a black colour? Or are we going to go all out stupid and go like a luminous green? <laughs> Can you imagine if it just turned out in like in like a blue kit and it's got pink polka dots on it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like it. I mean, to be fair though, we haven't announced the goalkeeper kit, so that could still be an option. True. Because Who is it who has the rate... Um, Loud and proud 
goalkeeper kits. Is it Bristol City? Bristol City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right from that full of their suit. We could do um, one that's inspired by the old England kit that David Seaman used to wear. Oh, God, mm. that was horrible. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. We'll concede less because it'll give the opposition strikers a headache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one from 96. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good that. I mean, they, they rather than the Mac, Mac Clark had one in the 90s, which were like black, but had like green dots all over the like stars. You know, when you somebody press against your eyes for too long and you get the little dots <laughs> in your eyes, it looked like that. Uh, bring back that. I like it. To be fair, last season's one were very nice. The, the pink and green keepers' kits were very nice. Um, I thought so. Mick thought so, yeah. Uh, as S64 Miller points out, Mick's always been awkward. Because the Victor artwork she, he asked for was in a pink kit, which he probably never wore. Um, yes, I, I, I really like that kit, guys. I thought it was lovely. That was me. But there you go. Mm. Um, Lee Freeman, coming from the Swedish House Mafia, coming to a game as Latan's minions in yellow last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there we go. I think we've ticked just about every rumor we can talk about. Ooh, yeah. Do you think let's let's have one last survey from you from you and everybody in the comments if you want to do it. Is Michael Smith going to stay, Mick? Yes. Ben. I said it. Listen, mate. Yes. I said it two weeks ago. You did. Did you? Yeah, I did. Look back. I definitely said. Uh, that I thought both him and Nicky would stay. Okay. Uh, I know Danny said that he would stay. Danny, still saying yes? Yeah, I'm confident he'll stay. Benjamin, you said yes? Yes. I think he'll stay. Do you think it'll be announced this week? Yeah. I I, I have a theory on what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Now, Sam Todd, if you're listening, please please listen to me and make this happen because it's a really good idea. Right? Don't drop your pen. That's the first first point of it. Basically, announce what the third the third kit's going to be, mm. whatever it is. But then, do not let anyone take a breath of that away kit and then go. Oh, by the way, here's Michael Smith in the new in the new old third kit. Like the two, the two, I just want nothing. Two tweets, I want, back I want, to back. Third kit, Michael Smith wearing it. No reference to Michael Smith. Not even the word <laughs> Michael or Smith in the in the in the comment. <laughs> just Michael Smith in the shirt. No tweets. They could just put a tweet. That's it. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or you just have like the, the the short video. It just pans up from the Newcastle shirt yes. that Kev Kev got him, and then it's like oh, it's a new shirt. Who is it? And it's Michael Smith. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could even get him. So pan up from the bottom. We're wearing wearing the kit, but put a different number on him, like wearing him a nine or something, and pan up until it's Michael Smith wearing a different number. Um, we we'll just put or we'll just put out the new shirt with twenty four on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, Powerwide UK says yes. Sherlyn Simpson, yes. Uh, Shorestone, yes. S64 Miller, yes, 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 and yes. Powerman is optimistic that they will stay. And Powerwide UK says, says we should announce it in Morrison's. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is following on from Chesterfield announcing their most recent signing in Tesco's, obviously. Um, that the strangest thing about that, there was no, there was no context to it. In the, in the article I read, I, there was it wasn't like oh we're doing it in Tesco's because of X Y and Z, it was just in Tesco's in food aisle. I just most non-league thing I've ever seen. Tim put a three announcing yeah. a signing in Tesco. That's fantastic. It is. <laughs> uh, so there we go. Anything else anybody wants to touch on before we go and have a nice chilled out Father's Day evening? No. No, wonderful, no, wonderful. Please do subscribe to YouTube while you're all here because we are on 599 and it's annoying me we're on 599. So if we dip <laughs> over to 600, that'd be really, we would really much appreciate that. We'll be here on Thursday at the latest. We'll be back on Thursday because that's fixture announcement and Carabao Cup Day. If Michael Smith gets announced sooner, we will be back on YouTube that evening to have a quick celebratory podcast. Um, I said we'll get the protocols in place for that. And yeah, season's getting close. We're five weeks away, six weeks away from the season starting. Uh, pre-season players are back in this week, so it's all getting good, guys. It's all getting good. Mick, two mini rants today. I don't think that's too bad, is it? 
I don't think so. No, I'm I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling under pressure now. I need to um, I need to I need to go and practice somewhere, don't I? I'm back at work tomorrow, so that should be it should be all right. I'll get a bit of practice in this week, and then uh, as soon as all happens, I'll be on it. No problem. Yeah. Essex Von Miller says, "Do we need to have the bow tie again for the uh, for the Michael Smith the emergency, the emergency podcast. podcast? Oh no, no, it's come as you are. Come as you it's are. Literally, if you're in shower, uh, come as you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I get an emergency text alert and I'm and I'm in the shower and it, <laughs> like emergency broadcast system, Michael Smith resigned. Oh bloody hell! So if you see <laughs> me in a towel, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, if Michael Smith signs, we'll be back that evening live on YouTube. So just bear that in mind. Michael Smith signs, New York talk. Michael Smith signs, New York talk. Just drill it into your heads. <laughs> Some sort of mind control. Uh, ben, it's been a pleasure to have you with us. You've not been saying anything nonsense. You've not abused anybody. I'm a big fan of this, this new Ben. Thank you. Thank it's you. because he's left London, isn't it? That's why he's no longer. Yeah. He's not going back to London. Yeah. Ben. Stress free. On a cloud. Oh, back to being a northerner. Yeah. Like it. For a while. Uh, yeah. Uh, Danny, a pleasure. Thank you for being with us. Get so, get, uh, get onto your contacts and get us to uh, get some as much information as possible. I will indeed. I mean, there are certain restrictions on what I can and can't say. Yes. Um, but yeah, I will get on talking to people going, ah, that must have been weird. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Thank you very much. And we'll see you at the latest on Thursday. Thank you very much. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.